hi, and welcome to another episode of The Farmer. And as was mentioned, today is our first live episode. I'm Jess, and today I am joined by four wonderful people who are going to discuss their experience in placement in both research and industry. We've got a mix of people. I think we've got three industry placements and one research. So that we can get right into it. And first, we'll have each of the guests introduce out themselves. And if they can tell us a bit about where you did your placement and what your role was. Thank you, Jess. Hi, everyone. I am Maria Shashkoff, and I did my placement at Aspen Pharmaceuticals in the microbiology lab. I was pretty much a uh, junior microbiologist. I assisted with all of their testing. So when it came to uh, taking cultures on TSA plates, reading bacteria colonies, and so much more. Thank you, Maria. Hi, my name is Yixing, and I did my research placement at MIPS. It was under the Drug Delivery Disposition and Dynamics team, so D4, and I was placed under a PhD student, and his project was about um, designing a nano vaccine for cancer. Yeah, so um, as part of my placement, my project was about determining the maximum number of antibodies per porosilicon nanoparticle for <laughs> maximum dendritic cell uptake. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Yixing. So I'm Anisha. Um, I did my placement at Baxter Laboratories in an R&D position. So my project was basically to do with formulating my own sunscreen um, to, a set to set specifications. Uh, but yeah, it was really interesting. I got a chance to see what actually goes behind the development of a cosmetic line like that. Thank you, Anisha. <laughs> um, so my name is Taylor. I did my placement at Dulux. I'm actually still doing my placement at Dulux <laughs> um, just because of COVID and like no stuff like that. Um, so I was actually under Cabot's um, with Dulux. So that's like with the timber coating and surface coating and stuff like that. Um, so I was in the R&D team. I was doing a risk management because during COVID, uh, Cabot's couldn't get some of their raw materials so we had to find replacement materials so I had to formulate maybe like a hundred plus <laughs> different um yeah um different surface coating uh timber stuff with replacement materials um yes I haven't finished yet so still formulating a hundred <laughs> yeah I'll bring it back to you yeah, so it sounds like everyone has like a really wide range of different experiences at completely different companies. So how did you each choose to like which place to apply for? Like how did you choose whether you wanted to do research or industry? And like how did you make the decision on what area within research or industry you wanted to go into? I feel like it it chose me um, because uh, I, I was always interested in uh, doing industry because I like to see results. I'm not a very patient person. I'm working on that, but I like to be able to say I made that. So uh, that was what I really enjoyed of industry. And I did employability intensive first year, my first year, so uh, 2019. And uh, I got to actually visit a few of the facilities and 
I, one of the facilities I visited was Aspen Pharmaceuticals and I walked around, saw the microbiology lab, saw the stability chemistry, walked all around and I fell in love with it. And I was like, I want to work here. I want to do my placement here. And I guess I manifested it a bit because I got to do my placement there. Um, for me, I did my research placement and I'm car I just started on my industry placement at Sensian, so like a food, like flavor, fragrances and colors company. And basically there were a lot of choices. So <laughs> I think I went a bit like excessive and I had a spreadsheet where I like sorted everything by the theme for research and then kind of Googled and like ranked what I wanted to do. <laughs> and for industry because it was more generic so I kind of like went off on the topic and I chose something related to food because I like food and yeah <laughs> that was how I did it. Um, so for me because I was doing 6-2 I could only choose research or industry so that was a bit tricky because I hadn't really had much exposure to either field so I wasn't sure what I wanted to go into or what I wanted to do really. Um, so I had to look at like the placements that we could do in industry plus what we could do in research. But at the end of the day, it came down to like what Maria said, seeing a product and like actually seeing something happen is what motivates me too. So because of that, I was like, oh, R&D might be interesting to try out. I think I might want to see what's happening there. So yeah, that's why I chose to do R&D backstop. <laughs> Thanks, Anisha. Um, so I'm a double degree student, um, so I'm kind of like automatically <laughs> in industry. Um, I chose Deluxe because I feel like this course really gives you exposure to research, cosmetics and pharmaceuticals. So in Laurence's um, unit that most of you guys will hopefully be doing, <laughs> um, it's 3051. Uh, we were able to um, formulate creams and tablets already. So I felt that I was really comfortable with the cosmetics and the pharmaceutical industry and I wanted to kind of step out of my comfort zone to do something a bit different as well because I don't think a lot of people know what surface coating is and I never I didn't really know what surface coating is when I went into Dolux as well <laughs> um yeah and I still have two years left of my degree so I have heaps of time to kind of find out what to do um and there's also a saying that it's like oh you never know how much you don't know wait sorry that's not the saying <laughs> that's not the saying at all it's like the more you know the less you know so the more you learn about all the industries the more you know that you know what to I am <laughs> this is not great right now but yeah so like I just wanted to know like every single thing that is available to me because like if you like are foc hyper focused on one industry and be like oh yeah I want to do this for my life you like what if you change, you know, and like the mind changes and you're kind of just stuck in that industry and you don't really know what to do. Um, so that's why, yeah, that's why I did surface coding because no one really does it. And I want to give more light, give more light to it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely like going into this degree in first year, you don't know a lot about the career opportunities. You're like, you think, oh, I can make drugs, but it's like, you don't really know what that means. And as you progress along, you find that there's so many different areas you can go into and like things that you never even thought possible. So once you decided what you wanted to do, how did you find the application process? Was like, was it intimidating? Was it pretty easy? And then like, how were the interviews that happened after the application process? So 
like I mentioned earlier, I did employability intensive first year and that's what's what really helped me. I already had a some type of a resume. I already had an idea of a pitch. I knew what a star was. Um, I knew how to dress, sit, um, interact in an interview and how to prepare for an interview. I had a, a base foundation, but Laurence is fantastic at really preparing you. And we would have all of these different seminars that were held over Zoom on ask that we would have different panelists. So all of the placement coordinators would give seminars and give tips and ideas on what to do. Um, the interviews after the application, the application process, prepare in advance, make sure it's heartfelt because it is it is a competition. It's a doggy dog world. And yes, you can be nice, but you have to choose what is best for you. You have to put yourself first. And I really, really, really wanted Aspen. So I made sure to really, really push for it. And I think I messed with Lawrence a few times. So if you really want something, you have to go for it. And the interview, I didn't really have an interview. I had a kind of meet and greet because Aspen was having a TGA audit right when interviews were supposed to occur. And they were emailing back and forth the supervisor, who some of you will get to meet tomorrow, Hannah Rule. She's awesome. And also one of Lawrence of students. Um, and she said that we have this TGA thing. And I was completely understand. And she talked about it and it was just a conversation. She got, you got to know everyone. You got to learn about more of what they do. And then you just go from there. Um, same as Maria, I attended employability intensive in 2019. So I feel like it really prepared me a lot, but then also in third year all the um, Extra preparations by Laurence and the placement team also boosted a lot. And for my interview, I just like firstly, very important to read up about the company that you're interviewing with and then think about why you want to work with them. Yeah. And then I also did express my interest saying that I really like food and I think it's really cool that, yeah, all the flavorings, like never really thought about it, but yeah. Yeah, so same deal for me, really. Um, it was Laurence and Erica's preparation that really helped me. Like, I remember just double checking my resume with the templates and things that they gave us. And um, that's what really did help me at the end of it. I didn't have an interview. Um, I was actually just able to go straight into Baxter. So although not having that, I would say the interview preparation did help with later interviews that I did have to do. So that is really worthwhile and was really helpful. Um, so like everyone else, <laughs> um, I also did employability week in the first year. Um, and then like went to the workshops, um, for resume at career connect as well. Um, one thing I wanted to mention is that all of us saying this, like, oh yeah, we went to this, we went to that, like university, if you want to go into industry, university is basically a way for you to get a job. So you have to get all the resources and be proactive in trying to get a job and trying to use the, all the resources that university gives you to get a job as well. So all of you guys being here right now for employability week is already like, you know, the fifth step <laughs> in like being proactive. Um, and just even knowing Laurence and stuff like that, 
is like <laughs> the first step, <laughs> like getting a job already. Um, so it's just like you have to be proactive in actually like using what the university gives you. Like, yes, they want to support you and everything like that. But for a person who is always just studying and not trying to get a job even outside of the industry, because getting a job just like a normal retail, casual, I work at Monash Connect. Um, and I all, everyone here as well is also working somewhere else like that is not in the industry. That interview process is basically the same as doing the interview process for industry. And by do, by applying for so many jobs, by doing so many interviews for retail and casual work, that gives you the experience, the preparation for this. So like a person who hasn't um, done an interview before obviously would feel really, really nervous and they don't know what to expect. But if you already have a job, you already went through that interview process, you already went through the, all the stages, you know exactly what to expect and you know what interview questions there will be as well. So that's the biggest thing about um, preparation is to actually do it, <laughs> exactly to do it and to be proactive. Um, so yeah. Okay, so you've done your interview now and you've got your placement. So you're at your first day. This is a pretty scary day for most people. So what's like a little bit of advice you could give to people on their first day of placement? Like, is there a certain way they should dress or like how can they approach people? Like how should they interact with their supervisor? Maybe just say like one thing so we don't have to like double up too much. <laughs> but like some like advice for like the first day of placement. Number one, be on time. <laughs> Don't be late. Come early. If you're, if you are on time, you're actually 10 minutes late. So make sure to get there 10 minutes earlier. I think it's really important to also like properly research your route. <laughs> Cause I was almost late for my placement because of I actually did go and like test out the route on Friday before I started my placement on Monday. But then there was like, bus replacement services and I misunderstood the the announcement but then like so I freaked out and I took a taxi and I just arrived on the dot so like it was a relief but then other than that I think everybody is like very friendly and understanding when I explained myself I actually also like wrote an email to actually properly explain that I might be late it's good to actually explain that like let them let people know if you're going to be late and the reasoning and yeah you are really friendly, so if you want to approach them, just like smile and introduce yourself. And actually, a lot of time before I even introduce myself, people have already like come up to say hi, like who are you? You look new, and then <laughs> yeah, it just starts naturally from there. So I received a bit of advice before I went on my placement, which was always to be like present yourself as friendly and helpful. And so I put that into practice on my first day. So I'd, you know, like try to say hi to everyone, introduce yourself. And I think that's really important to make sure people know you and sort of start to build a good rapport within this place. Even if you're only there for a little bit of time, you still can build some connections and things like that. Um, one tip my supervisor actually told me was to be a part of the team. Like, yes, you are a student and yes, you're like a little bit of a newbie, <laughs> but your role is to be a part of the R&D team. So you have to, you know, contribute, be friendly, be respectful and just, um, yeah, talk to everyone as well. So I think just being a part of the team and just being yourself is the key.
Yeah, like one thing I heard before going into my placement was make sure they miss you when you're gone. Like do all like the little tasks so that like when you're gone, they're like, oh, where's this person? To, like wash this piece of equipment or like do this little thing that they were really helpful. So how does like university translate to placement? Did you get to apply a lot of the knowledge you learned here or was it like really different and you had to learn a lot of new stuff like on the job? Well, actually, I think it was my first or second day. They were so impressed that I knew how to calibrate a pH meter. They didn't have to ask me or anything. And they're like, you know how to do this? We don't have to teach you or show you. No, no, I've done it plenty of times. And then especially if you take 305-1 or 306-1, which is your first year, third year, um, 305-1 is where you make creams and tablets, which Taylor mentioned earlier. Um, and then 306-1 is when you have an industry project that, but from an industry partner. So it could range. We had someone, I think, was making shampoo. I personally was making a micellar water with my group. Um, and so there are different tasks. So you learn different techniques. And so by using that practice and all of your labs are very helpful because one, the microbiology lab is split up into four different sections. Well, there's a little bit more than four. And one of them is in charge of doing assays. And what was so funny, I'd walk in every day and that specific microbiologist, I was like, these look all like all of my med chem labs from first and second year every single time. And I'm going, wow, I guess these are useful. Um, for me, like the research placement, I only managed to get the topic, which was um, nanovaccines for cancer during the interview with my supervisor. And so basically I just did a general like re Googling and just read up about like vaccines and cancer. And I think I was really lucky because my placement started very shortly after my last paper. So I, everything was fresh in my head. Yeah. And literally on the very first day of my placement, it was just spent in the office discussing in depth, um, the PhD students project and I was able to relate a lot of it with what I learned in um, BPS, I think 3021, which was biotechnology. It was, yeah, it felt really good. So it's important to like do your revision, especially if you know it's related. And I think it really impressed them. So yeah, they really liked, they were like really impressed. Like, oh, you know so many things. Yeah. But I was like, no, like I just literally expressed in my head. So that's like. <laughs> yeah, definitely for me as well, it translated a lot into what I was doing in placement, um, especially like Maria was saying, 5-1 and 6-1 you do in third year. It's like 6-1 is a whole industry project unit. So like things to do with budget and like specifications and things like that was basically exactly what I had to translate to in my project as well. And I think um, with being online for like the past two years, it's just been really hard to see where this can actually go. So going and doing it and doing it for an actual industry and seeing what it, difference it can make, I guess, was really motivating for, because I did my placement in July. So for semester two, I could see, okay, like I'm going to use this here. So um, yeah, six one especially did really prepare me for what I had to do. Um, so I think this course, this might be bias. I think everyone in this room is biased, but I think this course is very, very well designed to go straight into industry. Um, so I know for some students or even myself, I felt in first year that, oh yeah, like I'm learning about all this stuff about like 
chemistry. Like, we're like, what is this, all this stuff? But like the first two years is basically giving you a foundation of what you need to know. And once you're in third year, that's when the units get really different. And that's when it's a bit more, I guess, related to industry. Um, for example, like at Dulux, I still use like the very, very basic techniques of just like measuring stuff <laughs> um, at Dulux. But then there's also there's techniques that I've used um, that I learned third year about like DOEs. So um, the industry actually does use DOEs, even though, yes, we learned them. So it was really like nice to see. And um, Dulux is actually building a robot um, to do all their DOEs as well, just um, because you have to make so many formulations. But um, yeah, so with industry, like there's heaps of basic things that you learn, like, sorry, rephrase that, basic laboratory skills that you learn in first and second year. And once you get into third year, that's when you're, you know, you kind of get a bit more knowledge of like how the industry actually works, um, you know, because you can actually formulate your own like creams and stuff like that. But yeah. So what was like each of yours most enjoyable part of placement? Like what was your favorite thing to do? Like the thing like you really looked forward to going there or like one instance where like you, like something happened and it's really like stuck with you because it was just like a great experience. Apparently um, I did my placement with another student. Um, shout out to Rona. Um, she and I, we were in charge of our placement project was to qualify new equipment that was bought for the microbiology lab, three new incubators and a refrigerator. And to qualify, you have to do an impact assessment, which is kind of like a risk assessment, which you'll be doing a lot, second and third year risk assessments. Um, and to say like the dimensions, what's the purpose? Why did we buy this? Why do we need this? And um, our impact assessment was we wrote it and it was okay. And we finished writing it and we would like work on it an hour or two each day. It was okayed by the quality assurance manager within, I believe, within 72 hours. Our impact assessment was okayed, put through, we could go to the next step. That was historic. We got a shout out by the manager at the daily meeting in the morning and saying that this has never happened. Sometimes it takes them like almost a year just to do an impact assessment, which is only like a two page document that it's just cut and paste logical stuff. Like what's the use? Where is it going to go? What are the dimensions and at what temperatures? Um, and so that really stuck with me and it gave me the motivation, but also just having everyone in the morning going, good morning, Maria. Oh, and then it's say good morning Hannah good morning Solana good morning who and who and it just made you feel like a part of the team so that was the best moment that you were a part of the team and that's what I loved um for me it was um being able to do cell culture so I had the opportunity to do cell culture in the lab um yeah it was really fun like I did use did try learn some like aseptic techniques and I really looked forward to it every day yeah and actually at Sension also like you get to taste all the different flavorings and like sauces so yeah it's super fun and then like there are like one chocolate flavor has like so many types and you can actually taste all the different distinct yeah, differences so it's like super interesting um, so for me it was probably when my sunscreen was at a point where we were happy to send it through back to the client uh so it took a while to get there but when we did get there it was so 
rewarding, I guess, or just so like motivating to see, oh, this is, this could actually work. Like, this is good. We can send this through, get some feedback and then see what happens. Um, so I haven't finished placement yet. So I haven't get that big reward at the end of like, oh, yay, like this, like I made this or we did it or something like that. But I think with placement, it's not only about like seeing how the industry works. It's also learning about work culture. Um, so one of my most favorite things to do <laughs> at work is the R&D manager actually treats us for a free lunch every single Thursday and I have been wanting to work every Thursday <laughs> because of this free lunch <laughs> and like once we get the free lunch like all of us are so excited as well and this is not like 20 year olds like myself like being oh my god I'm so excited for free food like a broke university student this is like a like people who've been working for like 20 plus years in the industry like jumping up and down be like oh my god free lunch this is so exciting um, so it, that really like even those little things about having lunch together going to the cafeteria together um and just eating together it's like you know being a part of the team um so yeah it's just like those small little things that even though yes it's not work related but um it just gives a bit more like a team bonding so contrary to all like the great moments, there's often moments in placement that are a bit challenging or you don't enjoy as much. So can you tell us like an experience about a time that like something was a bit hard or like wasn't exactly enjoyable and how like you overcame that and like moved forward and like just got it done? Completing my placement uh, project, which was a huge um, professional document to qualify the equipment. Impact assessment, easy, 72 hours, boom, done. But then each of the pieces of equipment, we had four documents we had to write and they were probably about 10 pages each. And we had to fill out certain calibration times. We had to get information from the stability um, part of the um, department. Uh, we would have to contact the supplier. We would have to go through old emails that were sent to the manager or whoever ordered the equipment. And that's what was really daunting. And then lockdown happened and we unfortunately were not able to be at the facility. So we were working online and so emailing through and trying to find all this information. So it really made you to start using your critical thinking skills to be like, how can we do this? So you go use your research skills on what can you find from the company yourself. Um, but the hardest part was my last day at the facility. I didn't want to leave. I knew it was going to be my last day at the actual facility that they had to kick me out because they're like, we want to go home. <laughs> so I was like, but one more gram stain, just one more. Um, and they let me. So it was great. Um, I think the most unfortunate thing is that just like in life and in research, not everything goes the way you want it to and then so there's also like a lot of failure like for example um a lot of my results <laughs> were not very like expected yeah like basically unexpected and it was I didn't really know how to explain like the results that I got so we took a really long time to just research and try to find like were there any, any papers that had like similar situations and yeah and so like I did talk to my mentor about it and he said that some this is just very normal so sometimes you just have to 
shelf it for now and move on. So like he has like multiple projects ongoing and when something doesn't work out or like example, um, I was supposed to do confocal microscopy to observe like the uptake of the nanoparticles into the dendritic cell. But I think one or one month before like I started my placement, that machine broke down. So there was like a huge backlog of like about two months. It was fully booked out. So it was not possible for me to observe. Yeah. And yeah, so you just have to shelf it and then maybe like move on. And yeah, so like other ongoing projects. Yeah, I feel like for me it was really similar. Because <laughs> um, I was in R&D as well. It's, there's a lot of failure before you get to the point where you want. And I think like, all we've known is uni and school and like if you fail you're doing bad but I think it's just really important at least in R&D to remember if you fail like it's it's good you can move forward from here because you know this doesn't work so you're not going to try this again or you know this doesn't work so you're going to problem solve critical think and then be like why didn't this work figure that out and then move on from there so I think um that's that was a really big challenge for me to sort of overcome. And that was probably the most important thing that I learned as well. Just like failing or kind of not getting where you want to go in the time you want to go isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, so uh, with Deluxe, um, we had to, because I had to formulate many um, formulations for the timber coating, um, we also had to test it. As well. So imagine testing like hundreds of um, timber coatings. And I think that was, this is so superficial, but it was a very, I guess, labor intensive as well, because in the lab, you can't sit down because if something spills on you, you have to like, you know, run away. <laughs> um, and so imagine like standing at a computer and at a equipment and it takes a long time to test each, the, like the viscosity of each um, formulation. And because we're not allowed phones in the lab as well, because it's a um, ignition point, it might like caught on fire. So it's like a safety thing as well. So, um, and that room is also 25 degrees because of quality um, maintenance. So I think, I think the hardest thing for me, I didn't realize how much R&D was about like waiting. I know that's like really weird to say, but it's once you formulate it, you either have to put in stability for two weeks or you have to test it. And like, even I feel like all of you guys, we've done pH testing before. You have to like sit there and like actually wait for the pH to. So imagine doing that for multiple, multiple things. So it would take like forever. So I think that was like the most um, challenging and eye-opening for me because I didn't realize how long everything was going to take and how much I had to wait. Um, but like the more I did it, like the more you stand around, the more you're used to get standing, standing around as well. Because of COVID, I sat for like two years, full on sat, just didn't even walk kind of thing. Like you're on your iPhone and it's like, oh yeah, you walked for like zero kilometers today. That was me for two years. So imagine going straight into like the industry and like just standing for full eight hours. So that was a bit intense. But the more you do it, you, you, the more you get used to it. So yeah. These are all like really interesting experiences and there's so much more like I myself would love to ask, but we're coming to the time for Q&A. So if anyone has a question, if they could like put their hand up and we can ask our questions to anyone on the panel about their experience or just experiences in general placement, anything you want to know. No question? Oh, I can keep going. <laughs> 
So what did like you each get out of your placement experience? influenced what you want to do with your career like have you decided you want to stay in industry like you really love that company you want to keep pursuing that company or like you want to like completely like turn around and like don't want to work in that area at all <laughs> oh I think everyone can guess I really really want to work at Aspen unfortunately for me but fortunately for them they are fully staffed in the microbiology lab with wonderful Monash alumni um, but uh, hopefully maybe one day one of them will be a manager and offer me a position um, in the near future but I I they at my last day I was talking with the manager and quite a few of the microbiologists and they looked at me all and were just staring and I'm asked them, well, what, what did I say? It's like, you are a micro person. It happened. We converted you. It's because I came in, it was all chemistry. I um, foolishly did not sign up for the microbiology course second year because they have you choose your courses a year in advance. A year, in, a year earlier, I was not the same person. Um, and so that's why I have now opened up my mind that I, on Seek, I go, it's not just pharmaceutical sciences positions, it's also microbiology positions. Um, and, but I'm open to anything. And so, this experience has really made me realize that um, it's best to, yes, you have your education, which is a key, uh, key thing, very important, because without having your degree, um, you can't really apply for these jobs. Um, but having the charisma and personal experience and just using your people skills and your own personal experiences throughout placement and your education, that builds you up as a person as a whole. And so if you're the whole package, then they'll hire you on the spot um, if they have room. Um, for me, I realized that in research, it's like a lot of self-discipline and it's very flexible, which is a good thing. But some for some people, it might not because I feel like I'm more of a person that needs a routine. So yeah, maybe I would like to go into industry, but so I think I kind of discovered R&D probably won't be what I'll go into. <laughs> um, just, I don't really have too good a reason, but it just didn't really click with me like I thought it would. Like I loved it, but I can't see myself doing that like five, three years down the line even. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. But I did get an opportunity next year to sort of see the, the other side of R&D. So at Baxter, I was like, manufacturing but I got an opportunity to see what you give to the manufacturer and like how that works so um I guess next year if you guys are here I'll let you know how that goes <laughs> um so one of the things that I got our placement is actually um learning about more laboratory skills so R&D is very very lab based um, and obviously if you're in a in different industry there's different things that you do so with Dulux is heat of paint <laughs> and paint cans and stuff like that. So like all the materials are in really, really large um, containers and cans. And my supervisor who has been working there for 20 plus years, she has techniques that I never learned of and even thought about <laughs> in, you know, um, during, during uni. So instead of, okay, for example, this is going to be, I don't know, this was mind blowing to me might not be mind-blowing to you guys but um when you measure things you just pour it into a beaker you know on the measuring 
I'm not measuring. Oh, what's it called? Balance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but obviously, imagine like trying to get a huge paint can and like pouring it into like this little tiny beaker that's in the measuring slot. But like that's just over time, your shoulders, wrists, everything, it will be, you know, sore. And that's like a really big thing in the industry as well. They take care of you. They really think about, you know, your shoulders, your arms, your safety. I had to do a whole safety routine, like doing my arms around, like jumping up and down. I, I was super confused about that, but I was like, okay, sure. But um, instead of like, you know, pouring it onto the balance, she actually just put the whole can on the balance and, and took it out. So she measured the negative of it. I was like, how did I not even realize this? So yeah, placement gives you a lot of techniques that the industry has within their specific you know, field. I'm not sure if Baxa also you know, had some few little techniques here and there as well, but it was really eye-opening to see the other techniques that we haven't learned yet, even though it was just super basic measuring. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was something that I just never really thought about. Yeah. And like, even if you like end up not wanting to do like what your placement was, like you still get a lot out of it and build a lot of skills. So it's not like those weeks went to waste. Like you still gain a lot, like, especially cause like, well, you're still going to work at that company for like a different area. So you made those connections and you built skills, but it's also fantastic if you find like what you love, <laughs> like that helps a lot. Well, I don't think we've had any questions come through. Anyone come up with anything yet? Okay, so what is the application to a placement like? Okay, so does anyone want to talk about what the application was like? Yeah, yeah. So first off, you have your resume that you sent through. Um, then you also have a police check that they, but they go through like a checklist of everything of what you need to apply with. And then they, um, you have the opportunity that if you find an industry partner, a new one that is all, is already not affiliated with Monash, you can apply to have your placement there. And then you're set. You, if you're approved, you're set. You don't have to compete. If you do not have a placement that you chose that you found, um, there are a set of questions that you answer. So they get to know a little bit more of you and then they kind of, uh, it's kind of like pairing off. It's kind of like a dating website where they find your best match. And so they pair you up with who you're interested in. And so you get to rank if you want to go into pharmaceuticals, if you want to go research, um, cosmetics, um, household, uh, whatever you choose, and then you rank them. And then um, it goes from, and then there's that step from there that they kind of set you up of who, who they believe would be a good match. Does anyone else? I think you covered it pretty well. Okay, any questions in person? Yeah? Uh, hi, so I'm currently in first year, so I'm still a couple of years away, I suppose. I guess I was wondering if you guys had any advice or anything you'd wish you'd done or known quite early on, like a couple of years before. Yeah, so any advice for knowing stuff earlier on or something you wish you did sooner? Um, I would say my biggest piece of advice is like, if you see something that you're keen on, just apply for it. Like the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no. And then even from that, you can learn from that. You can be like, okay, so what could I have done better? You know, how could I have improved? How could I have been selected? Um, but really the, the worst thing that's going to happen is they'll say no. So if it's even something you think you're not going to get, just apply for it. 
and then you can just try and build that up. And I wish I'd done that more in first year and second year. I always thought, you know, I don't have the experience. Like I can't do this. So I'm just going to wait a few more years and then I'll apply. But I think doing that as early as you can and just having that sort of experience is it's good as well in the long run. Having a job while you're in school, if you feel confident enough to do studies and also work part-time casually, that helps you build your soft skills. So like just communication, verbally, written, um, critical thinking, even Laurence will even say, even having a job at McDonald's will teach you so many skills that you will use even in a lab during your placement. And so just having those opportunities and those experiences, it'll build you up. So you develop the confidence to do interviews because you already have done a few of those to network because you will be talking to your coworkers and then you will just be a better uh, future employee for these people. Yeah, I think that's great advice. So anyone else? I know it's like a lot of information, so it's like very overwhelming. You got to think about it all before you think of your questions. So we're good to wrap up. Yeah. Okay. So thank you all for joining us today. I feel like it really would have helped people who weren't sure about placement, who weren't like make people feel a lot more comfortable about the placement experience and like help them decide what they want to do. So thank you for joining us. To conclude the episode, we wish to acknowledge the people of the Kulon Nations on whose land we are gathered today. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. For those listening who may be based elsewhere, we pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land from wherever you may be listening from. We especially welcome any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people listening in today. Mm -hmm.